0: Hello, welcome to the show. This is the second in our little mini-run marathon uh, episodes Boy, I'm making it sound like the episodes are shorter, but they're not. They just have fewer guests, so it's a, it's a more of an intimate horror-based, horror creepy pasta experience. So here to talk with me about a story is just one single guest, and his name is Phil Corso. Hello, I'm here, and we're going to talk about a story called "Old McDonald Had a Farm." It has, uh, it has a, uh, what do they call it? A flare on the No Sleep uh, subreddit for graphic violence so please be warned that this story will contain graphic violence. Uh, it's by Urban underscore Teller, a Redditor who submitted this post Sunday, March 31st, 2013. I, I'm going to tell you about the story because Phil told you about last week's story. Phil, please feel free to interrupt me with your thoughts. I will. Okay. So this story is someone interestingly similar to the last story, relating someone else's spooky story that they were t- Told about. The narrator is saying that their brother Josh was a technician for a phone company and went to a farm for the McDonald family to fix uh, a ripped cable. He fixed it and then he drove to the farm to tell them about it. He got to the farm in the afternoon and when he got up to the driveway he saw a cow lying in the driveway. I'm gonna stop you right here. Yeah. You think all these things about phone wires
1: that he describes at the beginning is true? <laughs> What do you mean? There's a this story is front loaded with a lot of details about how cables phone cables are routed out in rural areas.
0: Oh, I don't know how it's yeah, he said says- <laughs> I don't know how it's done now, but back then, Josh told me that phone cables are buried together with other cables, sometimes even together with piping, in hollow tubes of either hard plastic or cement. That doesn't seem true. One of the only things you see on rural roads is telephone poles.
1: Yeah, but maybe, I I was thinking exactly the same thing, but then I was like, there are even maybe more rural roads, roads that are even more rural than those. Yeah,
0: maybe. Oh, yeah, because that is- it says in areas where that wasn't possible, the cables were usually placed on high poles. Here in the suburbs, you don't necessarily see... All right, in the city, you don't see any telephone poles. It's all buried, but then... Yeah. Here where I live, there's telephone poles, and the yeah. houses are all connected to the telephone poles. Um, mm-hmm. I I feel like power also comes through those, but I'm not sure, and also that seems like it's super dangerous.
1: <laughs> yeah, and I've definitely driven through areas of, like, Central Jersey and South Jersey where there are like lots of farms and places far apart from each other where the roads have... Uh, poles, telephone poles yeah. with, with wires running up and down them.
0: Okay, but this is the suspicious part, is where he says there's even more rural areas where the cables are just laying on the ground. <laughs> on the ground. Not buried, not on a pole. <laughs> not on a pole, just
1: like laying there.
0: They covered I it with extra plastic. Know if this is
1: true or not. Yeah,
0: I will also want ground-lead cables. Well, let's Google the phrase ground-lead cables. Ground-lead cables.
1: I'm going to leave this see to
0: you is that if this is i'm hitting enter google is loading no, the th- literally the third result is this story oh really a bunch of other stuff is there's a bunch of stuff about building pcs where a sentence ends with the word ground uh, and then the next sentence starts with led cables right, um, yeah i see and let's, the let's only some... other result is this story so i think that this concept is made up <laughs> similar to similar to how in the showers they made up a bunch of weird details about, like, well, we're gonna go to the hotel, but then we got our refund at the hotel because we went somewhere else. Oh, we moved around a lot, but we weren't a military family, but we just moved. Like, you don't need- he could just work on a telephone pole.
1: Yeah, there's a good- just, like, maybe a couple of extra details. (sighs)
0: So, anyway, he goes and fixes this phone cable that's just laying on the ground, and then pulls into the driveway of this family, and there's a cow in the driveway, and he beeps at the cow, and as the, re- as the reader, you know already, like, hmm, that cow's dead. Something spooky's happening. Oh, yeah, totally. He beeps at the cow, and the cow doesn't move, and then your suspicions are confirmed as soon as he says, la, the cow didn't move. Or, well, no, this isn't... Keep in mind, all of this is happening to the narrator's brother, so we don't know the narrator's name or gender, we just know the main character, Josh. So Josh honks the horn, and Josh thinks, this is normal, nothing is gonna happen. But you the reader know that you're reading a story on the no sleep subreddit.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Obviously the cow's dead, but Josh doesn't think this is spooky because apparently sometimes if a cow is having a difficult birth, they'll have to they'll have to kill the cow to remove the the calf. But then this cow still had a calf, and then he went in the house and the whole family had been super butchered, cut up. Like a very miserable grisly scene. Their like eyes and mouths were sewn up. The dog was killed. And, like, I, didn't, I didn't like that.
1: The what was killed?
0: The, the dog. dog yeah. The family dog. Uh, yeah. Old man McDonald's head was Very chopped absurd. off and put
1: between his legs. They're like uh, one of the more like gruesome details I thought was that like he says that like their lips were kind of like split along where they had been sewn as if they were trying to like open their mouths anyway. You know? Oh yeah. struggling to open their mouths with these uh, uh, gross. you know with this. Yeah. Yeah. Oogity boogity.
0: So So Josh reacts in the normal way where he sees this and immediately drops his toolbox and runs as fast as he can back towards his truck. Good job, Josh. You're not the usual creepypasta protagonist. Yes, yes. The cows were, a bunch of them start, are, like, looking at him, and he notices that of uh, some of the cows, like, in the field are dead, and he has to run back towards this cow in the driveway who was dead. Whatever was bulging out of the cow's abdomen is now gone. Like, the cow's abdomen is empty. He had
1: presumed it was the calf, right? Yeah, like, uh, they had presumed this saved it. Yeah. But now it's not there anymore. Which really is something that sent me for a loop. It That was something that I was not expecting in the story.
0: Yeah, same. Um uh, yeah, anyway, and it's also a very a very spooky thing to have like an image like that, and then you repeat it, but something is changed in- to suggest yeah. that something very spooky has happened.
1: Yes, very good. I liked it a lot.
0: It's it's like when you're, when you're playing PT and you go through a couple cycles of the hallway, and then in one cycle, one of the doors is open when it wasn't open before. And you're yeah. just like, oh no, something is wrong. And like, God. nothing explicitly spooky has happened, but because something is different.
1: I'm so upset that I'll never be able to play that again.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's a really weird. It's like, there's a couple games that just can't exist anymore PT is one of them and that sucks because it's one of the like best games ever made and it's a, a free demo that takes maybe an hour <laughs> Uh, Scott Pilgrim, the video game is another one, got pulled from stores no a way. few years ago and has never been republished and PS3 Whoa. and Xbox 360 emulation are not quite good enough to play it.
1: Wow, huh, yeah yeah, yeah that's so a great game. If I you love don't
0: that. already have that's Scott Pilgrim, you can't get it. Dang. And you can't even really pirate it. I mean, I guess you could pirate it for the original system I don't know if those systems are cracked though, like if you can load pirated software onto a ps 3 or 360. Uh, I don't know. I don't, like, oh, I... That's a
1: shame, though. I, I, uh, I'll have to find somebody who has it so I can play it. That's a, That was a fun beat-em-up.
0: I haven't. I think I never... I don't think I ever deleted that off my PS3. Oh, whoa. Anyway, this, uh, yeah, this story, um... We
1: managed to go the whole last episode without getting at all into, like, video games or anything, and this one is, like, super-duper short, and we're already talking about Scott Pilgrim, the video game.
0: <laughs> no, this is my plan, is I always want to do the longest story First, so that we can get warmed up, so that we can uh, will will be more comfortable sidetracking on the shorter stories, right? Yeah, to to not just pad the length, but to provide a more uh, thoughtful conversation. My 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 podcasting method here is sort of fractal, where I just want to have all of these branching conversation paths that sort of um, spiral off into into nothing and then branches off of those that spiral off into nothing that sort of form this beautiful uh, picture when you zoom out on it. But uh, I, I'm not sure if that's as effective as I think <laughs> it is. <laughs> nah, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm along for the ride. Yeah, I think it works really well, for example, on The Simpsons, where sometimes you'll forget that two things happened in the same episode because of how quickly the plot lines spiraled out of control off of itself into nonsense. Anyway, that is a weird of my own conversational philosophy I had never considered before. So I'm sort of <laughs> blowing my own mind right now. Okay, so his car is covered Well, let's in blood. jump back in and maybe it'll happen again. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, we'll go back up a couple branches. Josh goes back to his truck. The car door is covered in blood and then he steps on the accelerator and there's a cow heart underneath of the gas pedal and there's another good image of a spooky teenage girl with dark hair covered in blood. She
1: like... Em- Emerges from the cornfield, right?
0: Yep. Uh, Another real sadako. (laughs) Yeah. so wild how like, The Ring, the original Japanese movie came out in what, 1999?
1: Maybe, yeah, I'm not sure. And then I
0: think 2001 was the Gore Verbinski film. 2002 was the American version, so 99, yeah, was the original. Just instantly solidified this image of, like, a tween to teen girl with dark hair and you can't see her face. Boy, it's wild.
1: Yeah, it gave it a real concrete character, that that image.
0: Oh, the, sorry, the movie was was 1998. Uh, I believe the novel was 92. Is that correct? Oh, Ring, wow. By, by Koji Suzuki. Yeah, 1991. Boy, I'm getting it all wrong. <laughs> Apparently there was a, a movie, <laughs> there was a movie and a TV show, uh, before the 1998 film. Oh. Yeah, there was, uh, Ring, Ring Kanzenban was a 1995 film that was an adaptation of this novel before the one that we all know. Uh, huh and and then around this uh no sorry after the movie was uh after the movie was the tv show that's interesting okay that
1: is interesting i'd be i'd be interested
0: in seeing those early so the most the most accurate adaptation of the book is the 1995 tv movie oh whoa ring konzenban my only interaction with the ring is i saw the 2017 motion american motion picture rings and i read the manga adaptation of the novel and both of those well, Rings is not very good, but the manga adaptation of the <laughs> novel is quite good. Yeah? Um, hmm, very good. Yeah. Anyway, The Ring. It's good. I've never
1: seen any of it. I <laughs> haven't interacted with it at all.
0: Uh, I think that... So, it, it, I, I think very that,
1: little to add.
0: Yeah. I mean, if you like watching a Japanese movie, I haven't seen that original one, but the like 1998 one, but it's very beloved, so it's probably good. And I can heartily recommend the manga adaptation.
1: I should I maybe now want to watch the famous Original movie and also this earlier one. Yeah,
0: yeah. I uh, well, here's one thing you can do is you can get uh, a little plastic card from your local public library, and with that card, you can hand it to the librarian and say, "I would like <laughs> to borrow this DVD," and they'll let you borrow it for like a week to a month, uh, depending on the movie and the library. Like for free? <laughs> yeah, man. It's publicly funded. Wow. <laughs> All of I know all of my real life friends at this point are uh, thoroughly have had it with me talking about how good the library is because it's the library is very good. It's amazing and uh, people don't use it enough. But yeah, I want use to bring, your local library. Yeah, I want to bring into into my podcast. If you live in any, if you live within a two hour drive of a major metropolitan, uh, like a major city, you have a good library system. If you yeah. live in or near New York, you have a good library system. Maybe more rural areas, it could be it is it'll be a little rougher. But uh, yeah, I live in northern New Jersey and have access to the Bergen County Cooperative Library System, and I can get anything like video games, movies on blu-ray, comic books, audiobooks and ebooks, digital comic books, like whatever i want and i can go online and be like send this to my library and the other library that has it will send it to my library. Yeah. Everybody use your library. Uh, it's like or magic. I don't know, maybe it's streaming somewhere on Crunchyroll or something. <sighs> anyway, the the stinger of the story is that the McDonalds didn't have any children.
1: Yeah, so you're left kind of wondering why- where this person came from? Yep. Maybe they're like a cow demon.
0: Things I liked first. Well, let's say, let's hear from you. Things you liked first. I
1: liked that at first I could anticipate some of what was going on, but then could not. Uh, And sort of everything that happened right after that moment where he comes, where he passes the cow again and sees that whatever was inside of it isn't there anymore. Like after that, things just happen, bop, bop, bop. And like, you can't really predict what they're going to be. And they're all pretty spooky.
0: It's what's interesting to me is much like the showers. This is a person just stumbling upon a single scene from a horror movie that they're not in. Like, so so many creepypastas, especially No Sleep Stories, because I mean, this one, you know that Josh has to survive to tell the the poster about this story. But most No Sleep Stories don't have that degree of removal, and you just know that the poster has to have survived to post on Reddit. So, the structure of these ends up being very interesting where someone will basically be like a comic relief extra from a horror movie like a yeah. ki- like the kid who sees a ghost and drops their ice cream and runs away you just get to see that person's <laughs> yeah. whole day leading right. up to seeing the ghost then when they see the ghost and then their reaction to seeing the ghost and no mention of their dropped ice cream <laughs> it's, yeah. it's such an interesting like I never would have thought to look for that but it's something it's it's a, a feature that I've that has emerged for me that I've noticed having read so many of these uh, no sleep stories
1: yeah it's it's a nice little like you know it's it's almost like a, a four coma of horror you know like uh, uh, yeah. just like this little window into um, a whacked out crazy horror experience that this person like had and yeah and like ran away from and we just get this little window into what happened.
0: Yeah, it's it's so it's so pleasant because it, it it's like you don't have to come up with a, a whole reason for what that blood-covered teenage girl is. And you don't have yeah. to well, you don't have to describe her killing this family.
1: Although I I I wish now that I'm thinking about it and since we uh, you know, just uh uh just a couple of uh, minutes ago time travel talked about the story from last week about how May Maybe we wish there were some more details in the showers, uh, about what's going on. Like, maybe, uh, I don't know, uh, I'm- what's swirling around in my head now is, like, maybe seeing some kind of, like- failed like cult experiment now i'm thinking of full metal alchemist right like uh
0: yeah because you got on on the the four coma thing and every volume of every chapter of full metal alchemist ends has with like a couple pages a, of those
1: <laughs> yeah yeah that's true uh yes wow it's all coming together in anime once again <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of, like, maybe people trying to do, like, some kind of, like, demonic ritual and, like, this weird, like, demon person being born of a cow. Or maybe, like, they're, maybe this is just, like, a person who's gone absolutely, just, like, a regular person who's gone absolutely nuts. And, like, they were, I yeah, I guess they're just sleeping in this cow. <laughs> oh,
0: like yeah, so
1: like Luke Skywalker style.
0: Yeah. Oh, I thought they saw that on the outside. I what I what I liked what I like about this is I think the showers made a mistake by providing us a theory of what might be going on without giving us uh, enough information. This provides yeah, this doesn't even
1: go that far.
0: Yeah. This provides almost no information and doesn't yeah. give us a theory about what's happening, and so we don't yearn for more. In- Information because we have nothing to go on.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: I it, think that's it, pretty yeah. effective.
1: It it promotes you. Yeah, it it promotes the reader coming up with explanations in their own head and doesn't give them. Like in the showers, we had that like Nazi imagery. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't give them something like that to go. Like, am I right about this? Like on kind of like a like a meta narrative level. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. am I am am I like am I correct? Am I interpreting with? It doesn't make you doubt that you're uh might be misinterpreting what the author is giving you. It's just giving you an opportunity to explain to yourself why these why these things are happening.
0: Yeah. 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 Um. Uh- uh, boy, I, I'm so distracted now thinking about how uh, Yonkoma structure could be applied to horror stories, uh, or rather, Kishoten Ketsu, because uh, those follow a formula. The first panel sets the it sets up the story. It just shows you this is what's happening. The second panel uh, adds details to this foundation. The third panel is a twist to the established form, and the fourth panel shows the consequences of the twist. right? And that is the formula for every single four-panel Japanese comic strip, pretty much since they were invented in 1902. Yeah. Um, And it is so elegant and perfect that I don't know why it's not taught in school like as the basis of... Well, yes, I do know why it's not taught in school as the basis of narrative structure. It's because the very core of our education system is deeply, deeply racist and ethnocentric to Western Europe and uh, by extension America but I think that going forward this is definitely something to think about is the sort of formalist formalist structure of non-European storytelling. Anyway, I think that you were right in, like, this story is very short, and so can be pretty succinctly put into this formula, where the setup is this introduction about the cables, and the adding details is the going to the house and discovering the cow, and then the twist is discovering the dead family and seeing the girl, and the consequence is discovering that they don't have any children. Uh, it's not a it's not a perfect fit, but I think that it, yeah. Fits, it fits. Yeah, I, I see what you mean. Yeah, mo- mostly neatly, I think.
1: Well, the the consequence is that there's this mystery, yes, you know, that exactly. these people have to live with now. Of from from this person witnessing these events.
0: Uh, it's it's gosh, it's interesting. It's it's an interesting story. I didn't really like it at first, because it just felt like a gross-out story, and it is a gross-out story, but when I finished and got to that twist with they didn't have any children, normally I don't like a twist like that, but in this case, it was effective. I felt
1: maybe, I felt like it was less effective. I didn't think that, uh, I, I, I didn't feel in the reading of the story that I, that, like, this had to to be their kid and then learning that they didn't have any kids is a weird thing I don't know it, there's there this might just be like some I I don't know it, it didn't it didn't seem to me to be central that this might be a their child
0: yeah it didn't
1: and so that uh, last punch didn't it didn't maybe didn't hit me in a certain way
0: I don't think it occurred to me that it would be their kid until it was pointed out that they didn't have one and then right. I was like oh it's really weird then that there was that kid there I guess do we have final thoughts before we move onto spooky parts
1: uh yeah i don't know i'm wondering about where this kid came from yeah same
0: i mean i guess that's the point
1: why she's out there Murdering.
0: I I think I th- this feels like a creepypasta that started with the title, where he was like, "What if where well, the author? Is uh, like, what if I? <laughs> what if I wrote a uh, spooky for like? What if I wrote Old McDonald had a farm, but it's gross and scary? Except, right. the, thankfully, the writer did have some restraint and did not make any e i e i
1: o jokes.
0: <laughs> yeah, there was no with a moo moo here or any of that. Right, which that would have killed me. I would have died from hearing. That. <laughs>
1: Uh, <laughs> well, there, there's a cow here where he parks, and there are cows there, there. in yep. the field. Well, so there is a Moo Moo here and a Moo Moo there.
0: There's all these repeated references. I see. Um, oh, you know what? Here it is. What? The reason why it says they don't have a kid is the person who called in that the phone had died was a girl named Casey.
1: Oh. I, oh, hmm, Yeah, from the, from the beginning of the story, huh?
0: I was I, Yeah, I was looking in the comments because people kept mentioning someone named Casey, so I searched. So, yeah, I, you know what? I didn't even catch that the first time, but yes. Uh, so the reason he went out to fix the phone was because a girl had called, but they don't a have a kid. From a neighbor's
1: house saying that the yeah. family Emily's phone was dead.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Um, is
1: there any, does there seem to be any through line of why she would have called for someone?
0: I mean, I I guess the obvious theory is to get someone to come out to murder them also, because she likes to do killing.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's, I think that's as far as you can possibly go with the speculation.
0: Yeah. Um, what, yeah,
1: what, mm, yeah.
0: Boy, my reading comprehension is really low, huh? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I mean,
1: we both missed that one.
0: <laughs> oh, well. Ah, that sort of changes everything about the story, but we're already done discussing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So
1: Th- that kind of what I said earlier now doesn't make any sense anymore about being like, oh, there was no kid. Yeah, there was.
0: Whoops. Yeah, there totally was. Oh well. Oopsie. Uh, so spookiest part for me is going to be once again the spooky teen covered in blood in a <laughs> dress. Does it say she's in a, a dress or something? Let's see. Pardon our podcast sure. while we go uh and scroll <laughs> through the story. It just says the figure the figure looks like it looked like a teenage girl with dark hair covered dark hair, from head, head to toes head and to dried toe blood. Dry blood. Yeah. No mention of her clothes, but of course I'm imagining her as uh, Sadako from The Ring. (laughs) Right. Uh, Or Uh, Samara from the American version of The Ring. (laughs)
1: I'd say uh spookiest part is the like the, the body horror of the condition that the adults are left in with their yeah. eyes they make a big point about talking about how like how, how, does it
0: have how they the 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 man of the family ripped his his lips open after they were sewn shut
1: Yeah that but also that the um the woman's uh the woman had had her breasts removed like had the, mm. they they'd been sliced off um Yeah
0: it's it's really uh And very, now I'm trying to put that so.
1: together. Yeah, it's it's very it's extreme it's 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 pretty gruesome body horror and that kind of stuff always gives me the willies. Yeah, ooh, oogity boogity.
0: Anyway, that's gonna be it for this episode. Where can the people find you uh, to tell you that you were good?
1: Well, if you go on to uh, twitter.com, you can find me at Kid Corso. Kid like the goat, Corso like my last name. Kid Corso, no spaces, all one word, AOL keyword, cool guys home of online line
0: uh yeah you can go to angelfire.com slash phil (laughs) yeah
1: my aol hometown page geocities.com
0: philcorso.prodigy.net yeah anyway you can find me on twitter j3fk instagram and snapchat jeffjk i'm 30 and that's why i know what (laughs) prodigy is Phil will be 30 in about a year, which is why he knows also about AOL.
1: Come on, Jeff, let's stop log doing on. this podcast and log on to our Lycos news group.
0: Oh, but I'm gonna I'm gonna go uh, look on a website about video games and discover how you can push the truck out of the way in front of the SS and... To gotta get that Mew, gotta get that Mew. Mew. Oh, God. I think a ROM hack that I just downloaded mentions that something happens at that truck now. Oh, yeah? Uh, I I downloaded a ROM hack called I think the one, the one I'm thinking of is one where it is a uh, big air quotes open world hack of Crystal where you can go oh. anywhere and do the gyms in any order and the gym leaders will scale based on how many badges you have. Huh. Um And...
1: That's pretty cool. Why, I want to know are there any interviews with these friggin game freak people why that truck is there
0: I think it's just decoration.
1: You can't even see it if, unless you like.
0: No, you can come, see it. Can you? Can you? See it just, you can see it just on the edge of the screen, even without surfing over it.
1: Oh, really? Oh, all right. Yeah. Well, I don't. I don't remember then. And that's oh. the creepiest part is that yeah. I don't remember the, that game that <sighs> I played a million hours of.
0: So that I think is the most. That must be the most famous. Oh, you know what? I think you're right because I'm looking at a video now. You can't see it unless you surf over to it. Yeah. Yeah. I thought so. Ah, that's so weird. Uh why why is that the most famous fake glitch from when we were kids? The most famous, uh, I mean like, po- Pokemon secret. was such a I don't uh, know, I, po- I know Pokemon was such an of, event. There were a bunch but- of fake ways to unlock Luigi in um in, in Mario, in Mario 64. 64, yeah. None of them yeah. were real.
1: Yeah, I also remember really following some thread of people claiming you could unlock a ninja Mario. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I just, it's, I was
1: so gullible.
0: It's so weird. There's so much stuff like that.
1: I'm, Should we end the podcast now?
0: Yeah, let's, sorry, let's end the podcast. Um, <laughs> J3FK on Twitter, uh, JeffJK on Snapchat and Instagram, Patreon.com slash JeffJK. Join Creepy the fan group on Facebook. You can make suggestions for stories there. And that's going to be it. The newspaper articles said that the McDonald's didn't have any children. <laughs> We'll mm-hmm.
1: Thank you for listening to this podcast about creepy stories and Pokemon glitches. The, yeah, the children thing from the to end like of the like
0: and subscribe.